I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. Today is Halloween. It's Tuesday, October the 31st, the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 959 of the Brian Hanks Show. Presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour today, you missed a really fun first hour. Uh, we did our monologue. We talked about all the sports that are going on. Oh, my gosh. Did she tell you what she was going to wear? <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Hey, it's nice to have a seat right there. Oh. Uh, but, uh, hey, if you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun first hour. Like I said, Richard Clark from the Car- Carteret County News Times, Carolina, CoastOnline.com. He is our resident NBA and hoops expert. We talked about the big trade that happened overnight in the NBA involving James Harden. Uh, we uh, talked about uh, a bunch of stuff. I hate you're going to have to take your hat off because uh, that looked really good. But uh, we talked about that in our first hour. But, hey, it is Halloween and in our in our studio right now. It's good. First time I've met you guys. Uh, we've got uh, Melissa Wynn. We've got Tracy Taylor. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. The, Wow, that was uh, in unison there. That was awesome. But we are going to be talking a, a little uh, Ghostbusters type stuff, ghost hunting, uh, the supernatural. Yeah. Uh, basically, we just, wherever we can get into, we go. <laughs> okay. Well, well, first off, before we get into all that, what I like to do with our first-time guests, and we'll start with you, Melissa, is uh, just introduce yourself to our audience and again and to me. I mean, we've not met before. I want to thank again John Dawson for hooking this up and getting you guys in here on Halloween. This is super cool. This is super cool. But introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Melissa. Uh, Melissa Wynn. Um, I have a YouTube page and uh, um, TikTok, and it's TKD Ghost Hunter. And basically... That's what we do. We ghost hunt. <laughs> okay. Well, where did you, did you grow up here? Are you from here? Oh, yes. Here? I'm from Kinston. Born and raised. Been here my whole life. So. Okay. There's a lot going on around here. <laughs> Ghost-wise? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. A lot okay. of history. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, I do need to mention this, too. In the house that I'm in right here, uh, the previous owners, uh, the, the, the couple that lived here, the, the wife passed away. Did she pass I, away here? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you Not guys look the- very excited about that super sweet lady, but, uh, but she passed away here in this house. So, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling anything here. So Linda did not know that Linda's lived here for, uh, Uh-oh. for five years and that, yeah, sorry. I'm breaking news to her right now. Okay. Her face. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the lady that lived here before I bought the house. <laughs> well, they're going to tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she she does need to go, but uh, well, very cool. I we'll we'll pass we'll go over here to you, Tracy, and just uh, tell us a little bit. Oh my God, Linda just sent me the pictures of you two. This is awesome that she took. That's cool. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Did you grow up here? Where are you from? I am from Greenville. Okay, and um, I work at a facility um, for people with intellectual disabilities, mm-hmm. and then I ghost hunt in my spare time. This is so cool. Uh, where'd you go to high school? I went to J.H. Rose. You went to Rose. Did you go to Ken- Kenston High? Or? North of Noor. North of Noor. Okay. Well, uh, two uh, local ENC girls. This is awesome. Well, uh, I've got to ask, and I'll uh, well, I'll stay with you for a second here, Tracy. Is what got you interested in this genre? In this, uh, I, I would you? I don't know. Would you call it a hobby? Is it a hobby, or do you 
do this professionally? I I would say that I do it professionally. Okay. I am a self-proclaimed paranormal know-it-all. Okay. So, um, but it all started when I was about maybe seven. Okay. And I was jumping up and down on my grandmother's bed. And I, you know how kids just play with sheets and things. And I tossed the sheet up and then I lay, just lay down so the sheet could just fall to do it again. But then something pressed me down. Like something came down with the sheet. I couldn't move. I could still see the light on, but I couldn't see what was on top of me. So I screamed for my grandma, and then it lifted up. Fast forward a few years later, I um, was asleep one night, and I woke up. It was a house we lived in. Um, it was raining, and I heard footsteps outside. And yeah. they would come up the walkway onto the porch and kind of stop for a second and then uh, start walking around in the apartment next door, which was vacant. So pretty much all my life I've had strange things happen. But um, one day I took a picture of my grandmother, and there was this shadow beside her. And it took about maybe a week or two before I actually saw what it was. And it was like after that I was hooked. I just went and bought cameras. I started taking pictures everywhere. I said, I'm going to prove the existence of ghosts, if Uh nothing else, because I experienced it, and I – just wanted to prove that it was real. Mm-hmm. So that's where it all started. That is awesome. What's your story, Melissa? How did you uh, get involved in this? Uh, again, I see, I don't even know what to call it. It's not a hobby. It's a, a passion. Calling? Was, uh, yeah. A yeah. calling, maybe? Well, a pa- uh, yeah, a calling, a passion. Yeah. It's about the same. I was at my grandma's and. How old were you? I was about probably six or seven. Uh-huh. And she had this old cabinet thing that you put clothes in and it's opened and it was closed and it was slammed closed and she came in and she was like did you do that and I was like no she (laughs) said did you see anything and I never picked up on that but she was into the paranormal but she never even told me about it so but yeah it started there and then in my home I'd hear footsteps I would hear stuff in the attic just strange little things my dad would be like oh it's just a bird knocking stuff over but no, I knew it was more than that, and so I've always seen things. So I okay. wanted to prove it where people would go, "Oh, it's just in your mind." And I was like, "No, it's not." <laughs> what? How old were you when? And I'm going to ask you the same thing, Tracy. When you formulated the thought that you know what, I want to do this. I, you know, I want I want to look into the paranormal, and I want to uh, to do this. How about how old were you at that point? I was probably in my twenties. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was about twenty six, twenty seven. That, it, does, does it feel like a calling? It does. It really does. It does. That is crazy. Well, <laughs> uh, let's. I, I want to talk about specific stuff. Gosh, there's so many questions I want to ask you. I mean, I literally, uh, I literally probably have 20 questions in my head that I want to ask you guys. Do you have you ever walked into a place, whether you're there to hunt ghosts or you're just there just to visit somebody or visit a place or something? And just, what do you feel? Like I said, I've got a thousand questions I want to ask you. How do you know? And do you have a, do you have equipment? Is it just a, is it a psychological thing that you guys know? It's both. Okay. Um, like I don't feel anything here, but okay. some places I can go and I'll get like, um, dizzy feeling or I don't know. It's like just sort of a vertigo type yes, feeling, exactly, I guess. Vertigo. Or? Yeah. And, and then. Me personally, is it the same way for you or somewhat? But if I go into a place 
Like, my friend Natalie, I hope she doesn't mind me blowing her spot up. <laughs> I went to her house. It was my first time there. And I walked in, and something felt odd. I can't explain it. But I, and I just, I didn't even say hi. I was like, did y'all use a Ouija board in here? And then she looked like, well, yeah, we were just playing with it, and we closed it out all safe, and we were really, but I know it freaked her out that I walked in and immediately knew that, they had used a Ouija board in her house. Yeah. And sometimes I'll get like a, a it's like wind, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. It'll just swirl around my body like when there's no, like I see the ceiling fan now. Yeah. But when there's no source of wind, I'll get a breeze that will just wrap around my body and, I'll, and I can feel it. So I feel like maybe that's We were spirit. ghost hunting last weekend and she says mm-hmm. something about, do you feel that wind? And I was where like, Where were you? No. Where, okay, you got to tell me because I love this. <laughs> uh, where, where were you guys at last weekend when you were? Uh, we were in Trenton. Yeah. Okay. And was it Rila on the Rila, third floor? Yeah, it used to be the old one. It was the one, like the original jail or something, and then they moved it. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're talking. Jail. Downtown Trenton, Trenton, right there mm-hmm. on the stretch. Okay. And what did you feel? She was feeling the wind. She's, okay. She was asking, do you feel that? But I could feel, like, when we got to the second floor, mm-hmm. I felt it, and it was like, I don't know if I can climb these stairs. I have one more flight to go. And then when we got to the third floor, it was just overwhelming creepy feeling uh-huh i posted that video this morning <laughs> well one of oh them. i can't wait we're gonna look and i tell you what before you guys leave uh i'll, I'll get uh, your youtube page you were talking about we'll link to that too here on the show and okay. with wrns and all that and we'll get it all sent out that'll okay. be that'll be a lot of fun with that you guys don't i gotta tell you and you saw linda linda's scared of that kind of stuff oh. okay and i'm not scared of but i i've always <laughs> Boy, talk about revealing stuff about yourself here or whatever. But I, I've always considered myself sort of a uh, like a quasi-Buddhist, you know, kind of person. And I believe in ghosts. I believe in reincarnation. I really do. I and I don't even know what my question is. Here. I got to go back to the Ouija board for a second, okay? Like I said, I, I I'm swirling around, swirling around in my head right now. I've got a thousand questions. So, are Ouija boards really? I mean, they are legitimate tools to the away. other side. I would never touch a I don't like board. Them. They really, when they say, I think. But they sell them in toy stores. Unfortunately, and with the illusion that it's a game and it's not. Yeah. And that's why children are so susceptible to it because they will, mommy, I want this. And they think it's all fun and games. And then they start having imaginary friends. And But they won't tell anybody, oh, I, well, I bought my daughter this cute little pink and purple Ouija board with unicorns on it from Toys R Us. Because I saw one out there by Imaginarium, I think it was, that made one. That looked wow. really pretty. And I was like, I was almost tempted to buy it. And I was like, no. Tangibly, what do Ouija boards Ouija- do? They open doors and gateways that to demons. Okay. Yeah, anything can pass through it. It's anything. not what you think it is. Mm-hmm. They'll give you the illusion that they're nice at first, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then most people make the mistake of leaving it open, like not closing the session. Yeah, how do you close a session? Okay, how do you open a session, one, and two, how do you close a session? When you open it, you just play it, and mm-hmm. you're communicating with stuff, and if you really don't know what you're doing, it can be dangerous. Uh-huh. And you have to pur- purposely say, hey, um, you got to close it out. If and people just get scared, like when I, one of my first experiences too was in my house with the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. A friend had brought it over. We were like 13 and we were playing it on my, we were sitting on the bed. It was me, her, and my little brother. 
And the lights. About how old are you at this point? About 13. Okay. The lights started blinking on and off. My <laughs> door was shut, but we took the Ouija board and threw it against the wall. And then the, the pictures on the wall, they started shaking, like moving. And we went to the door to try to open it. And it was locked, but there's no lock on the door. We're screaming and freaking out, and we open the door, run out, and my stepmom was there, and she goes, what are y'all doing? And I was like, and there was banging on the windows, too. Oh, my goodness. And Good Lord. It was scary. <laughs> All three of us witnessed this, yeah. and they didn't hear nothing outside that door. Wow. But we never closed that out, and there was things that happened Forget in that house goodbye. from then on yeah, out. You have to go to goodbye and yeah. close it. Okay, so how do you close it? You have to go to goodbye. It's on the Ouija board. Like oh, it says good. Forget. Oh, we, yeah. you said goodbye so quick. I didn't say, realize you were saying goodbye. Yeah, people yeah. forget to go to goodbye, and they don't <clears> close it, and they have to do that. And that, and it's so easy to forget, and that's where they get you. That's where well, they Well, we were so scared. Things. We were just out, trying to get out. Yeah. <laughs> well, in my, did you ever close it out? No, we didn't. I was a little girl. I did not know all that. Yeah. Yeah. One of those mistakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Goodness gracious alive. Uh, joining us right now live here in our uh, on on Halloween, which even makes it even. Perfect. My, ho my favorite holiday. Is it? Yes. Why is it your favorite holiday? Because I can be a witch or anything <laughs> else I want to be that yeah. day. I just like it. I just like the ambiance of Halloween where people just have fun. Have you ever just sat back and watched people on Halloween? Yeah. Like everybody, they get to be their favorite whatever they've always wanted to be. They can't do that every day of the year. So it's just fun watching. People are actually happy, and they're giving away candy. Oh, I love candy. Look at me. Can't you tell? I love candy just by looking at me. Listen, we've got Melissa Wynn in here. We've got Tracy Taylor. i got to pay a sponsor real quick here. Uh, listen, want to thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, they are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kinston for all your health care needs. Uh, or you can give them a call at 252-522-7000. Listen, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. I should have called it the spooky interview today <laughs> as uh, we've got Melissa Wynn. We've got Tracy Taylor in here. They are uh, ghost hunters and paranormal experts uh, here on Halloween. And uh, we, we'll go back here to uh, Melissa. Uh, so how long have you been doing this? I mean, formally hunting ghosts and formally being you know being a, par a paranormal expert i probably started about 15 years ago okay so and, and how did how did that process happen that you decided hey this is what by the way i just noticed your shirt too so she's wearing a casper the friendly ghost shirt i love it i love it but uh how did you decide that you know this is uh this is something that i want to do and and how did that process start i've always wanted to do it and it's just a matter of just doing it and then i have to start buying the equipment and all that stuff is really expensive so i started a little bit at a time and just just took off from there i talked about writing a book about it one time and then my husband was like well why don't you just do a youtube channel yeah. people can see it then yeah so that's kind of how it got going okay you said equipment what kind of equipment do you have to buy to uh to do this um a ram pod 
is a good one. Well, I don't know what that is, a ram pod? It, uh, if you come close to it, it goes off. Okay. So it lights up. It can read temperature. Um, there's a lot of temperature change Okay. and stuff. Uh, when you Let's come see. across uh, a ghost, I guess, yeah. right? Okay. We have a music box, and you walk in front of it, and it's motion detected. So it does not go off unless something's in front of it. Yeah. There's no tricks to it at all. It's just, I like to walk into a room and put it behind me so I know somebody's coming up behind me. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's all sorts of things. A lot of times you could just take pictures. Okay. And you see shadows, you see mist, um, sometimes you see orbs. Um, I've caught a lot of those. I've done the um, old jail in Lenore County upstairs. And I got a lot of orbs up there, and um, we have little cat balls that cats play with. Yes. You just touch them, they light up, and the spirits love those. Mm-hmm. It's just... Oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> what about you? What kind of equipment do you have, Tracy? Um, uh, She has way more than I do, but yeah. I also have a music box. I have a rim pod. I have the cat balls. I have... Um, you have the, the little pony. Dog. Yeah, my little pony. Her name is Gypsy Rose, and okay. she acts up when she sometimes. It's motion detected mm-hmm. too, and it okay. creeps me out. <laughs> and I, um, I have what else? I, I mean, I have so much. Yeah. The grid lights that it's mm-hmm. like a flashlight, but it puts like these dots on the wall. So if anything passes through, you can see either the shadow or the form itself. Oh my gosh. So okay. we have that and I have the laser grid. Mm-hmm. And it, she has the grid. It, it has like a little screen on it and it could tell when something walks in front of it and it if it's hot or cold. Uh-huh. Um dowsing rods. Dowsing rods. Yeah. Yeah. What's a dow I don't know what that is. They're like copper. Uh-huh. Rods that you can use them to find water, but you can also okay. use them to communicate with spirits. Okay. So and they cross, cross yes, for yes and, and open no. up for no. Yeah. And uh, also, we went to a graveyard in Washington, mm-hmm. and I was showing her how it's to about use Little them. Washington here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And we we're like, "Do you want us to go somewhere?" And it crossed yes, and it said, "All right, point which way you want us to go," and it led us to a certain grave, and we were getting. Activity there with the rim pod, the uh, dowsing rods. And the music box. And the music box. Wow. How much are ghosts around us? I'll ask you first, Tracy. I mean, like right now, are there ghosts around us right now? There are ghosts around us right now. Okay. So they're they're around you all the time in the daytime and at night. Most people think ghosts only come out at night, but they don't. They they act up more no, those, in the daytime. The freaks come out at night. Pretty ah, much. see what the I did there. <laughs> but Sorry, I went old eighties rap on you there. Okay. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Uh, okay, like so. If there were ghosts around us, right? If the if there are ghosts around us right now, how would you communicate with them, Tracy? I would communicate with. My REM pod, we have the Necrophonic app, which is a ghost voice box app. We forgot to mention that. Yeah. We have several. Um, we have the SLS camera app, and we also have another voice box app that they can use radio waves to make words. And when you ask a question, a lot of words will come through, but certain words will come through relevant to what you're talking about. So those are the words you want to focus on. That, so it kind of sweeps through the mm-hmm. stations at a rate where it don't pick up words. But it can it goes through when you get a whole sentence with the same voice mm-hmm. sweeping through stations. Right. You know, something to that. <laughs> Do you ever get scared? Yes. Okay. I pray. Okay. Do you get scared? I do. Really? Mm-hmm. If I get scared, I pray and I feel better okay. almost instantly. That's when I feel closest to God is when I'm out ghost hunting. 
That is incredible. Again, uh, we've got Melissa Wynn. We've got Tracy Taylor in here with us. Uh, when's the, what? At what point were you most scared at, in, in doing this? And I'll ask you first, Melissa, I'm going to ask you the same question, Tracy. That's a good question. I get more excited now, but um, I guess when I can feel evil around is when I get most scared. We, you can tell a lot of times if it's not a nice spirit. Because most of it's just like people. Well, I would talk oh, to yeah, them like Oh, yeah, there's bad people and good people, yeah. Right. And then you have things that are just crazy scary, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave. I'm not even going to have the anything to do with off. this. The vibe yeah. and you just don't feel comfortable. Like, you know when to leave. You do. <laughs> well, how do you know? It just your sixth your six sense, I guess, When you're that you? uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just like if you're talking, if I was talking to you and you got upset and you were mad, I'd be like, okay, I'm ready. I'm yeah. I'm done. Yeah, like that. You well, feel same it. question that I asked her, Tracy, that, I mean, just what is the most scared you've ever been at? Um, one of my friends, TT, which is she's my, one of the people on my team that never comes out with us if she hears this, um, <laughs> had gotten us um, a house in Bethel. And the lady was something, I, I don't know what happened. I'm, I, I'm thinking maybe witchcraft or something in the house. But uh, the lady got sick. She got demon-possessed. Um, a lot of stuff went on. Yeah. They were afraid to go back inside the house. So they called us to come, and we investigated, and we um, we got a little bit of awkward activity. Um, the voices, the, um, what do you call it? Just that feeling of, I need to get the heck out of here. Mm-hmm. So we did that investigation, but that's not the crazy thing. The crazy thing is, when I got home that night, um, I was sitting in my room, and I was about to go through the footage. The toothpaste, the flat tube that's lying on the side of the sink, flipped into the sink. Okay, that was eerie thing number one. So how does that just flip into the sink? Okay, so I kind of shook it off I'm like okay I maybe I had it standing up on the, the lid and it flipped over my shower my um shampoo bottle flipped out of the little alcove in the shower which was weird because it had been sitting there since the last time I had washed my hair so it would have fell out way before that day I had to talk to it I was like this is what we're not going to do you're not <laughs> going to come here and be upset with me because you were stuck over there we were just trying to help you know, yeah. yeah. And you know, you you shouldn't have followed. So this me home. happened. I was about to say. So in this happened house. at your home. Yes. After you had been at a, a house in in, in Bethel, Bethel, I guess. Yes. And that's the first time that something that I actually made me notice that it followed me home. Yeah. And a lot of times when I get followed, I'll just be uneasy and I'll just sleep with my lamp on. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> I won't yeah. sleep in the dark. But this. I was like different. to sleep in the dark. That way, I can't see if it is there. No, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot sleep in the dark. I'm, I'm Claire. I cannot sleep with the TV. Like I can't sleep in dead silence. Mm-hmm. I have to have background noise, and I have to have like something going on because of my Claire audience. And my, I, I don't know what you call it when you can feel spirits, like if they touch you, if they sit on the bed, those type things. Yeah. If, if I'm just lying in total peace and quiet. It's clairvoyant, right? I think. It, it, yeah. Well, you can feel other people's energy and spirits. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm thinking, but I, if I'm in total silence, I will hear. <laughs> hear things. Yeah. I know what you're talking and about. And I will. <laughs> so I have to have other stuff 
actively around me at all times, like to keep from interacting with the paranormal when I want to be like in my regular life. Okay. I've got to add again, uh, I've got Melissa Wynn in here, Tracy Taylor. They are ghost hunters. They're paranormal experts. Can ghosts hurt you? And I'll start with you, Tracy. I mean, can tangibly, can a ghost hurt yes, you? Yes, they can. How? A lot of people think that only the living can hurt you, but ghosts can move things. They can toss things. They can throw things. They can pull you off your bed. They can make you hurt yourself. My light's flickering over here right now. It's freaking me does out. Does it ever okay. do that? Yeah, it does. Sometimes. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't bring a ghost That's in here with you. Saying hi. Yeah. Very well. But they can. What about you? Can can ghosts hurt you tangibly? Um, yes. Um, before I started ghost hunting, I had a ghost. I was. I took a shower. Got out. Was going to dry my hair, and I saw something behind me, looking in the mirror, which mirrors freak me out for some reason, and. It grabbed my shoulder and squeezed, and I ducked, and it was gone. My husband, my ex-husband, he jumped up, was like, what's wrong? And I told him, he's like, but there was a big bruise on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even looking for ghosts at that point. And yeah. then my son, we went out to LaGrange at his place, and he used to go with me, and he got scratched on his back. Yeah, so that happens. That. <laughs> and I do have unexplained scratches sometimes, and yes. I'm like, "Well, I, on the ovulus, I, I have an ovulus five, and it comes across with words. And every time we've been scratched or something, it says scratch before it." <laughs> do you enjoy doing this? I love it. Okay, why do you love it? I don't know. It's just it's exciting to me. It's proving there's something after life, and I like. With some spirits, you can help them move on. I feel like they're trapped here for some unknown reason. And it's just like when we were in the jail the other night, there was a man that was hung there. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to him. And I feel like if we could get – I want to go back and finish that because I feel like he's still there. But if we could get him over that experience, I feel like he was wrongfully, mm-hmm. you know, put to death. Well, you, and, you were talking about your faith. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but, I mean, does this – mean to you is there a he- i mean yes. is there a heaven is there a hell and these are so are ghosts like beings i don't know or whatever entities that are hung between wherever mm-hmm. they're going in the after that i guess i is that a silly question no or is it's that, not okay. that's what i'm trying to figure out and also prove because i can feel when they cross over too and mm-hmm. i want to help lead them to that light where they can be at peace but it does make some people upset when you go to a haunted place and you're like trying to move them on and then it won't be haunted anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> Same question to you, Tracy. Uh, just do you enjoy doing this? I do. And why? I just feel like for some reason the spirits reached out to me and it's my calling to help them in any way that I can. Like some of them, there's no concept of time, I think, on the other side. So they may not even realize they've been gone for a hundred years. They might it might feel like, well, they're just sitting around and not realizing, okay, what is going on? Doing what? the same thing and, they've and, always done. And as far as they're concerned, we're probably the ghost. You know what I'm saying? Like they only get a glimpse of us from time to time. Yeah. So now are you spiritual like Melissa is or where where do you fall in that spectrum? I'm kinda not, but I'm non denominational, if okay. that makes sense. It does, I, it does. I've learned in my life to 
respect other religions. Like there's so many different religions out here mm-hmm. that I just feel torn to choose just one when I don't really know. Like I don't, I hate saying that oh, Buddhism or another yeah. person's religion is a myth or it's mythical or you're, you're worshiping a deity. I mean, it had to start somewhere. And for the cultures that did start their religions, that was all they knew. So I can't, who am I to tell them that they're, you know, worshiping demons or they're worshiping fake gods. And my God is the only God that's real. Like I just, I, I, I just don't see myself for, doing yeah. that. So I just kind of step back off of religion and just, um, but there's a difference between being spiritual and being religious right. though, right? Isn't there? I, I, I really, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Because I, I just, I, I mean, I think there would be a difference in a way. I never thought about it really. Yeah. In, in, in being religious or spiritual. I kind of always think thought they were hand in hand and were yeah. kind of the same thing. So well, I hate to do this. We are up against the clock and I should have known that this hour would go or this 30 minutes would go by ridiculously <laughs> quick. But if people want to get in touch with you, Melissa, Wynn, Tracy Taylor, and I'm going to link this too. like I said, uh, when I post this up on uh, our uh, SoundCloud feed and all that, uh, someone's listening to this and like, you know what? My grandma's house is haunted. I know it is. Or somewhere, maybe my house is haunted. We, what do you guys do if someone gets in touch with you? Uh, how, how do you handle that there, Melissa? Uh, we just, basically what you did, you got up with us and we yeah. came out. Yeah. That's yep. it. That's it. I mean, do you charge anything? Oh, no. no. Okay, I said I didn't know. I didn't know. if free. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely free. And you two work together? We do sometimes. We do. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We are we're off and on whenever we can get together. Sometimes mm-hmm. she has to work. Sometimes I do. So, yeah. But this when is, we get together, we're a great team. Yes. I, I wish we could do everything like this together all the time. Maybe one day we will. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Listen, Melissa Wynn, Tracy Taylor, sincerely, thank you guys for coming out. You've opened my eyes to some stuff this morning, and I mean that, and I hope it does with other people too. And, again, uh, you'll see uh, links to uh, how to get in touch with Melissa and Tracy uh, in, in our show platform. notes here. On our TikTok and YouTube is Paranormal Platform. Okay. And on Facebook is Greenville Paranormal Society. Okay. Which paranormal platform is that, you know, Greenville Paranormal Society is my, the actual thing. And Paranormal Platform is actually goes out in the field. So it's, it's kind of complicated. No, People no, no. Think this about is, it, but, this yeah. is super cool. This is so cool. Listen, thank you guys so much. I appreciate you coming in. Uh, and, let's do this again next year oh, maybe i'll get you in a couple of days before uh okay. halloween next year and we can okay. get people to to do this. this is awesome listen melissa tracy thank you guys so much okay you're very right, well. let's play the birthday game we'll come back and wrap up today's edition of the brian hank show right after that it is tuesday october the 31st in the year of our lord 2023 <laughs> What the heck was that? That's how I feel about this birthday game. Uh, well, you you did put on quite oh, – let me introduce. Uh, it's time to play the birthday game. I've got my my uh, my, my partner, uh, John Dawson, over here. Yeah. I've got uh, our son, Jonathan Massey, over here. Yuck. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play the birthday game. And, and it was – got to tell you, and this is going to just go down as one of the weirdest birthday game months ever. Dawson won yesterday. He wrapped it up yesterday, 10 days to 8 with his victory yesterday. But, dude, all your victories, you've had two perfect games this month. You've had at least four 4-1 four wins, and in birthdays itself, you lead 
26 to 34 in birthdays. That's what I was scared of is that Jonathan was going to come back, <laughs> win the thing, and you were going to lead the birthdays by like 20, you know, but lose the month because he kept winning three to two, two days. Yeah. You all yours were four to one and five to nothing days, yeah. you know. Yeah, if you're going to ring the bell, ring it. You know uh, what I'm I agree with that wholeheartedly. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, uh, but what a, what a month, man. Uh, congratulations, dude. You've won it. We're, we're playing today for fun, and we should be doing, like, uh, who, sang, who it? sang it or something like that. But doggone it. Uh, he's he's fine with it now because he won. So, it's, yeah. all, it's all rainbows well, and sprinkles. True. It is all rainbows and sprinkles. But <laughs> I've been there. You're going to see two of my, hey, two of my favorite or members of two of my favorite bands of all time are in today's birthday well, We're going to pay so. for this. Well, you could have had Vanilla Ice. Today's Vanilla Ice's birthday, and I just about did that, but I didn't want to watch her head explode. I got a feeling what's coming is worse. Uh, no, well, one of them you're going to love. Of them's one of them's got to be you too, because he said one, his favorite band, which means the other one's probably a member of R.E.M., mm. The Police. I don't know. Mm. Beastie Boys. Oh, Jesus. I yeah, said, you, you said like Beastie bands. Boys all right. Yeah. Hey, don't you start... Sound I don't like think, your, I don't, don't start sounding like your daddy over here. I don't think they would consider themselves a band. They were a group. But they played their own instruments, though. That's why the, the Beastie Boys, their last five albums. Now, License to Ill, they didn't play anything. But heck, their last... They did a all, little bit. They did a little bit, but, uh, but I mean... Every one of their They were working in a play. genre that didn't require a lot of musicianship. It's yeah. just like yelling and rhyme. Yeah, so. which I like. If you were a tobacco auctioneer. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Hey. 7585. Uh, give me five. Here's a million dollars. What? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. The past few days, man. It's just it needs to be said, dude. You're you're dollar sixty five, dollar sixty five, Saturday sold. <laughs> what do you call that? That's the Def Jam Kinston Tobacco <laughs> Warehouse, nineteen eighty. Uh, a, a contract negotiation? Yeah. Yeah, no joke. Okay, uh John Dawson, you wrapped up the month. Uh, you were and uh, congratulations again on that. Uh, but uh, tell us about Goeco Office Automation. Boo! You suck. <laughs> God. Uh, who knew that we had a, a peanut gallery here at it's the more like a pistachio show. gallery at this a point? Pistachio. I appreciate that. Because well, that would be more allergy. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. Let's get to that just for a second. Didn't you say you're going to get retested? So <laughs> you're going to get retested because. I'll go get some peanuts. We can test it right now. I've considered it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That Look, is. It's, it's cheaper, and let's be honest, I don't I don't, I don't, don't put a lot of stock in my that own That head life. will swell up. Mr. Peanut will drop his monocle. You just wait. There you go. Maybe we should make him wear a monocle, mm. and then if, he, if it drops, then we know that. Put uh, peanut butter around the edges of it. Where do you even it? find a monocle now? I don't even know. I think you got to be a one percenter to to buy one. Let me go. I tell you what, dude. Hold on. Yeah, I want to go to eBay. We're going to do fault. your commercial at some point, Jacques. Just hold yeah, on. Yeah, hold on. Uh, that that was my uh, fault. Yeah. I want that one. Yeah. Let me see. I'm on eBay. A monocle. Oh, I spelled my. How do you spell monocle? Mono. C L E. Look at you. I thought it was mana. M O N A. What did I tell oh, you about dude. thinking, boy? You can get one. <laughs> you can get one for seven ninety nine. It's a magnifying glass necklace, five times monocle, or if you just want to wear a regular monocle, you can get one for three ninety five. Excuse me, you can get one for three ninety five. Getting all emotional about it. I, I don't know why, but mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
You want me to buy you a monocle? I, I will know. buy it right now. Now I want one of the fancy ones, like that, like that peanut fellow about uh, the guy on Hogan's Heroes. Monocle Hogan Heroes. Hey, does a Monopoly guy wear one too? Yeah. Or am I just imagining? He does. That? He does. I, I don't. Or do the it glasses. Hogan's Heroes, because it sends you a bunch of stuff to Hogan's Heroes. Uh, Monocle was a Peanuts guy. Peanut. Mr. Guy. Peanut. Ah, Mr. Peanut. Yes. This is the only thing on WRNS right now is typing. It really is. <laughs> uh, Riveting conversation between three idiots. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. It's typing. Hmm. No, you can't find it. You can get a monocle for under $10, okay? Yeah, but I need a prescription. Was there any argument about the price? <laughs> no, I guess not, but uh, <laughs> I kind of want to buy him one. I think though. you were having an argument with yourself there. <laughs> I might have. Do you know how often <laughs> I do that, though? Who won? <sighs> Me. There's always a draw. That's what I said. I won. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, John Dawson, man tell got us a about. Fist fight playing solitaire. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wait, what? That's good though. A, a physical altercation between the left and right brain. <laughs> yeah. John Dawson, yes. tell us about GoEco Office Automation. Well, Jacques Passelleg is not the type of guy who would uh, go online to get a cheap Taiwan-based company's monocle. He would go into his lab and make his own. He has the, if you want a monocle, if you want a monica, if you want a harmonica, you go down to see Jacques. He's got the equipment that can make it, or he'll be able to teach you how to make it. He's got 3D printers down there that can print up you know, a, a car if you need it. Just don't put any gas in it because it'll you know, run out. They haven't perfected that yet. But everything else, Jacques got it. Back to you. Brian. What if you wanted to uh, You're get to mononucleosis? Yeah, there's the ruination. <laughs> there's the ruination. I knew it was coming. Uh, I would expect that's a hospital bill. Yeah, there you go. Tell us how we can get in touch with Jacques Passleg over there, Jonathan Massey. He just suggested going to a sponsor to get a disease, just so everybody's <laughs> paying attention. Well, not a disease as much as just... Mononucleosis, Brian. Yeah, I guess it is a disease. There Brian. we go. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey. Now, if you got it twice, it would be in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, there you go. That was good. Stereonucleosis. I like it. Two five two two five two two eight six two eight six five three five three five four five four. Or you can visit his website at websites at goecoNC.com or what is goeco.com for more information about what's pertinent. You are absolutely right about that. Hey, listen, I wasn't joking. There was a reason why I uh, insisted that we do a. Uh, I'm proud Just let it happen. Because when you think WRNS, you think Beastie Boys. <laughs> yes, you do. Intergalactic. Intergalactic. All right, Brian, that's enough. Dude, I love. People are getting ready to turn the station, Brian. Start talking. Brian. Brian. Wait a minute. I think you, you lost your mind when there was a John Entwistle song with no singing for 30 seconds. You remember that? I do. This is Intergalactic from Too Hello loud. Nasty. This is the Beastie Boys. And today is William Kenneth. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Today is Adam Horowitz's birthday. He is Ad Rock and the Beastie Boys. Can't you play Sabotage or something kind of musical? This is musical. I believe, as he would state, it is a it's a TI eighty four having a stroke. That's right. Come on. I was just channeling him. You want me to? Okay, I'll do, do sabotage. I've actually played sabotage live before. 
And this is them playing. This is the Beastie Boys. Yeah, it's a whole chord. You yeah. remember this? They don't change. This was on Guitar Hero. Yep. It's one chord. It. Is it? Yeah. But it changes. Same chord. He's not wrong. At least they're putting forth some kind of effort. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It was at the end of a show when there was like a three-band bill and we were trying to figure out something to play. And somebody said, sabotage is in A all the way through, so we... Who, who did the, the lyrics? Everybody took that. Somebody wrote it down and just passed it around. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and for this part, I took the guitar, the mic stand and did <laughs> on the guitar. That's awesome. Yeah. Add rock. Adam Horowitz of the Beastie Boys over there, John Dawson. That's right. You won yesterday. <laughs> uh, 62. You say 62. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? Wait a minute. Brian, this is horrible. Let the man guess. This you is horrible. They're suggest. playing off key on purpose. Yeah. Uh, did you say 60, 61? Uh, you said 62. He was born October 31st, 1966. He is 57 today. Mm. Yay, I um, moved ahead. <laughs> so happy birthday to Ad Rock. Man, I love Beastie Boys. And y'all know uh, coming up, you're just going to have to figure out what the band member is. Wait a minute. Go deep cut now. Go deep cut. Okay, I'm going to do. Can we do one off Octung Baby? Because we know that. There's no deep cuts on Octung Baby. Like, this one's not a deep cut, but yeah. it's from Octone Baby. Well, we had to do Octone no, Baby. No, you didn't. Because look, we, look at my just, tattoo. You do it every year. You don't have to do I don't do, do this song every oh, year. You, you know like that album every okay, year. Okay, let's do a deep cut then. Let's do Numb. And I'll just cut it right out. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You said a deep cut. That's not a deep cut. That was a single. Numb That's not, not a deep, deep cut. cut. He's, I've got a top. Dude, Numb was How a many top people? 10 song. How many people around here? It was not a top 10 song. It was their first single off the album. hold on. Uh, well, how high do you think Numb went to? I hope it went to like 12. How high did Numb chart by you 2 I just know he hates the song, so. Chart. Not modern rock chart, Billboard singles chart. Okay, what do you consider? What I just want to make sure I'm looking at it right, because this is very surprising. It was an awful song. That's why I didn't it didn't do anything. It was not awful. Okay, I'm going to throw some songs out there. This is going to blow you. Okay, what was your guess? On the Billboard. Uh, you said 12. Mainstream, is it? No, Main. radio songs. Billboard radio songs. 26. I have no idea. 61. I, I, I told you. Now, you are right. It went to number two on the alternative chart. Well, it is. Yeah. And um, it went 18 on mainstream rock, and it was 39 on mainstream top 40, but for radio songs, it was 61st. That blows my mind. You want to guess which country it charted in the highest? Germany. No, Australia. Uh, went to number seven in Australia. Where, everything's backward down there. <laughs> Including you know, the, the water the goes around. Right. Yeah, there you See go. What I did there. Uh, uh, Canada went to number nine. Let's play a different song. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a couple options that I don't think were singles. Was Elevation a single? Oh, yes, gosh, that was yeah. the first single. Yeah. It, it, I was looking at the albums the other day, and like all the singles are like starred, and Elevation wasn't. It was weird. Hmm. Um, I think it was just starred. Bullet the, the Blue Sky. 
It, no. was, on, it was on rock radio, but it wasn't a single. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, Desire was for sure a single. Doing oh. God's Country. You know what? Do their new one. You want to do the new one? Sure. Hey, you're Mr. Hey, let's support what they're doing. Well, I, I knew who I was dealing with, so I was, you know, trying it's, to It's not a bad song. What was it called? Atomic, Atomic City. Atomic City. I like it. It's different, but I like it. Yeah. We only got two minutes left in the show anyway. It's actually not bad. I mean, you actually hear the Edge's guitar again, which is nice. Yeah. They played this at the concert at the Sphere. Whose guess is it? Uh, oh, I, I didn't tell you. I hadn't even told you what member of the band. Is it my favorite member of the is band? Is your favorite member of the band? Is Larry Mullen. Oh, oh, Adam is. I thought Larry Mullen oh, was. Oh, Adam is my favorite. Okay, Larry Mullen Jr.'s birthday today. Where does he rank? Founder of the band. Yeah. Where does he... Uh, he's never he made the greatest drummers list, but he's the perfect drummer for you, too. He's like Ringo's the perfect drummer for the Beatles. Yeah, okay. I, I hate to say it, but that guy that filled in for him was pretty... Did it, it was pretty spot good. on. Yeah. It was very good. Bram... I don't know who it is. Stoker. Now, Larry, that's one thing why, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be music nerd here, but after Zeropa, Wait, there's chorus. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Hey, would you shut up? I'm trying to listen to a song. We built this okay, city. Okay, uh, what were you saying? I don't remember. <laughs> no, the, the couple of albums after Zeropa, the production got so thin and computery and drum machiney. It's like Larry Mullen wasn't there, and I just—that's when I, I hated them for a while, and they kind of came Bob out. Pop was awful. I'm a, as big a U2 fan as you'll find, and you know that. I cannot listen. There's three or four songs I can listen to from Pop. Well, and another reason it's bad is because he totally reinvented the way he played on Octone Baby. He started playing behind the beat, and he actually. God helped me some funk elements in there and danceable. He reinvented the way he played. And then two albums later, it's like he's playing a paper plate or something. It made me angry. Yeah. Anyway. Can, oh, you mean you don't like discotheque? Not to listen to. <laughs> not a big fan of discotheque myself, man. <laughs> Neither is Larry. Yeah. Uh, no, he's not. Okay, Larry Mullen Jr., Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? All right. I know for a fact he's the youngest member of the band. Okay. This is the problem, though. That's some good guitar right there. Yeah, it's two chords. He's either 61 or 60. <laughs> it is good, though. He, he knows what he's doing. It's either 61 or 62. Bono said ed, the edges thing about playing guitar, he says, just play the notes like they're expensive, which is code for don't overplay. Just play what's needed. I like that. I know I'm going to get it wrong because I cannot remember. 60. I'm liking but. this the more I hear it. See, if radio was the way it was years ago and they played this every 10 minutes, that's how stuff gets in your head. It's not like the songs aren't as yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't really – I'm not going to say I didn't care for it the first time I heard it, but it wasn't like the forefront of my mind. But now I can listen to it just about every time I get in my car and I'm fine. But see, it. when Desire came out, they'd play it 12 times a day. That's how it gets in your good head. Lord, yeah. But that that doesn't exist anymore. So speaking of that was a really the way they did led into Desire was really cool because that's when he was introducing the band and each one started playing their part mm -hmm. individually and it it, 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 was it cool. did something good. I'm glad they jammed a little bit and improvised and didn't just stick to the record. Well, they what's had the, to, what's the point? Poor Bono. 
You heard him crack a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's having to sing some songs he can't get as high. 61. You say 61. What I do you say? It. Larry I Mullen Jr. 62. Congratulations, John Dawson. You get it. You were, you were struggling between 61 and 62. Yeah. Uh, who got uh, Ad Rock? You did, right? No, yeah. I, oh, I you did. did. I got oh, Ad Rock. I don't remember. That's right. Okay, You're one right. to one. Hey, uh, our next one here, He's. Uh, I think he's one of the greatest news talkers out there. Uh, the song... Uh, uh, oh, what's Dan the frequency? Kent, what's the frequency? Kenneth was about him. It's Dan Rather. Dan Rather. And remember when we were putting the show together? You and I need to talk about this. This part right here. You and I. I struggled with it. I don't know if you did that much, but I struggled with because we had the big interview every day. Well, Dan Rather on what the thing that he does now on whatever it is. As I kept bringing up every ten minutes. Yeah, you. But <laughs> I've not had one person say. Hey, why did you steal that from Dan Rather? Because I really didn't steal it it's from Dan Rather. I think that's kind of a trope at this point. I think it's a lot of people have used that over the years. Okay, but we do the big interview brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare every day. Watch, if you wanted to be funny, just say, here's today's uh, adequately sized interview. Now, that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. I like that. Way. Yeah. How old is he today? Man, we got good birthdays today. 86. Oh, you're going to love the next one coming up. 86. Dude. You say 86. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 80. I almost said 88. Like, I'm not splitting it. 87. Uh, you're closer. He was born October 31st, 1931. He's 92. Get out of Boston. Is that not crazy? Wow. If I'm right, 1931, that's 92 Ooh. years ago, right? Hershey's <laughs> Kisses and Cadbury Eggs. <laughs> Do you know during, back in the 60s, he went to a police department and had a police officer inject him with heroin so he would know what it felt like? <laughs> no, I did not know that. He did. Yeah, revolutionary. Yeah. Well, no, he was, that's a good reporter. That's what I should have had my reporters do at the Free Press, you know? They couldn't afford heroin. <laughs> that's true. Not at the Free Press. <laughs> well, we could have got the cheap ones anyway, cheap heroin. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you take a two-to-one lead, some Jonathan old Massey. M&Ms out of the machine, maybe. <laughs> well, I can't wait to pick your brain on this one, dude. Uh, this, like I said, what a great day for birthdays here on, on Halloween. The greatest basketball player to ever come from Greene County and ECU. He had a 10-year career in the NBA. It's Blue Edwards. What's his first name? Theodore. Theodore Blue Edwards. What was it like growing And I mean, you grew up in Greene County. You went to school. You played sports at Greene Central. Was he looked at as the he Like, I can tell you, Kenston High School, really. And you, well, heard, say, you heard about him, but yeah. I think Greene Central for the longest time. you got to remember, when I'm coming up, Greene County – at the time, before Jim Bob Bryant got there, football was kind of an afterthought. Basketball wasn't really doing well, but baseball had been incredible, especially oh, in the like 90s. like six or seven straight or six or seven state championships, yeah. Yeah, especially in the 90s where uh, <laughs> a couple different uh, – Are you all right? Yeah, I think he tried, to, he tried to hang himself. Yeah. Um, but so baseball was a big thing. Uh, you know, Coach Brand, Coach Fulgham, um, Coach Godwin, Lewis Godwin was there for a while. And, you know, of course, I come from one of my cousins won a state championship at Green Central. The other one went on to play at ECU. So baseball was like a big thing at oh, that yeah. point. A lot of guys went to UNCW to play baseball. So it, it was almost like people forgot how good Green Central basketball was when Blue Edwards was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think he was really a fixture at that point in the community like you had, like he was since he came back to coach. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, I knew about him because I think he went to high school around the same time as my mom, so I'd heard that about makes, him. That makes sense, yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, no, but I think now more that he's come back and he's been a coach, and now people are kind of looking into what he did in high school and college. And, and he had that, he was on TV as that detective, the show Blue's Clues. Let's cut that out. What do you think, there, Jonathan? Well, we don't have the we don't have the trigger on that one. Yeah, we don't. But uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, that was terrible. But but still, he has uh, done a really good job of bringing back Green Central basketball. I got to tell you, I thought he was back for one year. I really did. Uh, Coach Amaji Dodd, his senior year, and I thought, well, Blue will come in. He'll do that, and then he'll leave. By the way, do you know Amaji Dodd is at U or is at uh, Winston Salem State, along with uh, Isaac Parson. I knew and he was with uh, Jer Jeremy Dixon. So he went from he went to Wilmington. Yep. Originally, then went to College of Charleston. College of Charleston. Now he's at and now he's at Winston Salem State. Yep. Uh, so uh, I'm very excited about that for Amaji. But we're not talking about him. We're talking about Blue Edwards. Uh, today is his birthday. There, Jonathan, you've got to get this. He's a Green <laughs> County. He's got to. He's a Green County legend. You cannot miss on a Green County legend. All right. Well, let me let me do a little basic math here because I I'm got to remember how to old my mom American, is. <laughs> where at least I know. I'm wow. Okay. So I can't remember if he's older or younger than my mom. built this Gosh. city. Die! <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Uh, 50. No, okay. Um, oh, for the, quit being a no, woman and say something. 55. You say 55? What do you say, John Dawson? 56, Brian. <laughs> you put all that thought in... <laughs> Is he 56? No, he's 58. He's, he's 58. Oh, so uh, he went to school the same time as my mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The exact same time because that's <laughs> There you go. He was born <laughs> October 31st, 1965, so he's 58. So happy birthday, Coach Edwards. And then uh, it's tied two to two. Mm. Here we go into the last birthday uh, of the month. Uh, he passed away in 1994, but I'm telling you, one of the funniest guys of all time uh, in movies, I think. John Candy. I'm not even going to ruin it. I, oh, yeah. All three of us. Aren't we all fans of John Candy? Oh, yeah. Mainly from SCTV, but his movies were pretty good, too. Well, planes, I like, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Two big lines from that. Number one, those, those aren't pillows. <laughs> That's one. And then the second one that, to me, is just as funny. You're going the wrong way. Well, how do they know which way we're going? They don't know where we're headed. Yeah. I thought that. But, but uh, Also had a cameo on Home Alone. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, Uncle Wagons. Buck. Uncle oh, Buck, awesome. Canadian Uncle Bacon, Buck. Wagons East. Yeah. Also, weirdly, one of my favorite John C. McGinley movies. He played the uh, the the alternative lifestyle book salesman. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever seen that. On SCTV, he was a, he was the Schmingy Brothers, and he did an Orson Welles that make you spit up your soup. It was so funny. Oh, good. Well, John Candy, a two to two. This will decide the final birthday game of the month. Jonathan Parrot Dawson. All right. Just hurry up, because I know how old he is. <laughs> okay. Seventy-five. You say seventy-five? You okay? How do you know how? Old? I He's think not he, seventy-five. I think he was forty-four, forty-three, or forty-four <laughs> when he died. Because I remember he was younger, and that was kind of the thing with uh, what's his face. There was a couple of them in that. Belushi. Farley, Belushi. Auto Candies, I don't think was an overdose. I think he was just in terrible health. Well, the men in his family traditionally died young, so he just lived like he was going to enjoy every minute. Yeah, he had 
a little bit of assault. He was had a drinking problem too. Yeah. I'm a seventy-four. Pretty sure. I was uh, he was born October thirty-first, nineteen fifty. So he's seventy-three today. Yeah. So look at you. Uh, you were right on there. You win the final one of the month. Not that it matters because John Dawson already wrapped up the month. Ten to nine. Yeah. Did you win by one after how dominant you were this month? Got to give the people what they want, Brian. You absolutely do. Hey, a couple of local birthdays here. Happy birthday to Brittany Drumgoole. Uh, she is a former Kinston basketball star, former college basketball star. She is back in Lenore County coaching. And then uh, someone I've met relatively recently works for Lenore County Sheriff's Office, Jamie Hill. Today is her birthday, too. So happy birthday. She's a, just a sweetheart, works her tail off for the Sheriff's Office. So if today's your birthday, like Jamie Hill, Brittany Drumgold, John Candy, and Blue Edwards, have a great birthday. We'll be back tomorrow as we'll start the brand new month of November here on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. Can we get Reese Ginger Ale as a sponsor? Because this stuff that you buy me every week is tasty. Uh-huh. And I think we could get some free ginger ale out of them. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> get on it, Jason. There you go. Hey, uh, man, thank you so much for listening to today's Halloween edition of the Brian Hanks Show. Thank you again to Richard Clark in our first hour and then two of the most interesting guests I've ever had in Melissa Wynn and Tracy Taylor in our second hour. Hey, tomorrow's show, we're going to have Michael Martin in the first hour, John Clemens in the second hour. So uh, be sure to tune into that. Listen, have a great Halloween. Look out for the little kitties and uh, munchkins out there walking around trick-or-treating tonight. Have a great, great Halloween. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.